But that's that mentoring experience. And that's what podcasts and that's what we hope our podcast become for people is an opportunity to to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do. But nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's, no one's, you know, there's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, nah, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do. What is good, fam? Welcome back to Value Adds Value. My name is Kyle Krieger. It is the morning of September 3rd. Uh, I have today off. It is a Friday um, before I go back to school on Tuesday full time. Um, it's Labor Day weekend, so I am just at home getting a few things done. Um, was supposed to play golf, but it's been raining all morning. So I am at home doing some work. So I thought it would be a good chance for me to jump back on the podcast, just run a solo through because we haven't recorded a new podcast in a few weeks. And I thought it was just important and it was time for me to just uh, put something down, you know, as we get started here, year number 11, my third year at my current school. Um, just trying to think through everything that's been going on in the last 18 months and get to a point where I am just focused on what's in front of me. And um, I've been talking a lot with Will this summer about how we can cut through the noise and cut through everything going on and just stay focused on the job at hand. And it can be so easy right now to be caught up in all of the drama that surround us, the political drama, um, all of the social drama that's going on, um, COVID, all of those things right now. Um, I don't wanna say that they're not important, but when it comes to my classroom on the day-to-day, -day, I can't let them get in the way of the job that I have to do. I have to show up every day and do the best I can for my kids. And for me, that means I'm not getting caught up in everything that's going on around me and all the things that are outside of my control. Um, it can feel like we don't have agency, we don't have power, we don't have control over our situation because there's so many things going on around us right now that are outside of our control. Um, COVID is outside of our control. The way our political system is working is, you know, to some degree it's in our control, but for the most part right now, there's not a lot we can do to change it until the next election. And 
if you let that stuff creep in and you spend all your time thinking about that stuff, it makes you feel like there's nothing you can do to make a difference when really in this profession, every day we come in to make a difference. Every day we are working to be better. Every day I want to show up and be present for my kids. And it's hard to be present with them when you've got all of this other stuff running through your brain. And that's not to say that it won't get to me ever and I'm going to totally insulate myself from the world. But I do need to make sure that I am that I am remembering what my purpose is. I'm remembering why I got into this profession. And I'm remembering that if I do want to make a difference on all of these fronts, the best way for me to do that is through the classroom. Um, I don't believe that our country will make the necessary changes that it needs to by changing the minds of adults. I think it is about working with our students and helping them see the better world so that way when they become adults, they can create it. And we have students who are just hungry to make a difference, hungry to be a part of change, hungry to have their voices heard. And especially as a social studies teacher, that adds a layer of that adds a layer of difficulty because the conversations we have in class can have that feel of the drama that is going on around us. And, and really this year, the point I need to make and the thing I need to do is remove myself from the conversation, remove my opinion from the conversation and, and make sure that I am creating the space where the students are expressing themselves free from any implication that I would make. Now, will I be in my room checking to make sure that students are saying things that are factual? Yes. Will I be directing the conversation as the teacher? Yes. Um, but my job is to ask thought provoking questions on either side of the conversation that we're having. If we're having a conversation, um, surrounding housing, let's make sure that both sides are heard and let's ask questions of both sides. Let's not just assume that one side is right and one side is wrong. Doing activities like okay, you believe in this particular point of view. Okay, now I want you to write one page opposing your point of view. If you were going to try to disprove your point of view, what would you say? How would you do it? Those types of thought-provoking actions, just with the hope that my kids would see, not that other perspectives are right, but that there are other perspectives out there, that there is more than one way to live life and that everyone's experience is different. And that's really what I come back to um, with this is that we don't need to change everyone's opinion. As long as we could help our kids see that there's more than one way to live life and that everybody's experience is going to put them in a different position in life. 
and that we can have opposing points of view on topics and we can disagree, but there's always a middle ground. And I know there are some issues that are just plain um, right and wrong, but for most issues that are up for debate and discussion, there is a middle ground to find. And I may not help my students find that middle ground. I just wanna make sure that they know that the middle ground is there for them if they want it. And that they can look across to someone who disagrees with them and say, you know, that's still a person. That's still a person who's going through things. That's still a person that's got challenges. And that's a person that's live a different, lives a different life than I have and has a different perspective than I do. I think for me this year, just getting kids to a point where they acknowledge that there is more than one perspective, I think that'd be amazing for me. I think that would really be a year for me that um, I'd be proud of. Um, in terms of the way this year shakes out, um, my school just voted to start the year um, requiring masks. So we will do that to start. Um, I also, um, you know, when it comes to COVID and the way I hope this year shakes out, if I could be in my room the whole year, I would consider it a win. Do I want to wear the mask the entire year? No. Do I want to really wear the mask at all? No, I don't. Um, I'm not anti-mask. I do believe that masks help us control the spread of the disease. Um, but I just think now in this position, being that I'm vaccinated, I'm healthy. The likelihood of me getting COVID is very low. The likelihood if I were to get COVID that it would affect me really adversely is very, very low. And the benefit of my kids being able to see my face when I talk to them is very, very high. So if there becomes a point where I don't have to wear the mask while I'm teaching, I won't. I may still wear the mask when I'm congregating in big groups or things like that, but in terms of wearing the mask while teaching, I'm going to avoid it. I know there will definitely be times when I'm talking with my kids that I may pull the mask down or I may even, I may even wear the dreaded face shield um, in order to be able to have my kids be able to see my face as I talk to them. So. We're just going to see, but um, all in all, um, in terms of LED, wanting to continue to grow the podcast, wanting to grow our reach, but um, finishing the book that we started a couple of years ago, um, so it's ready for the summer. Um, we're hoping to have it published and ready by spring break, and then setting up a summer where we can go around and work with teachers and do trainings and, and move in that direction is really what I'm hoping for this year. Um, personally, I'm hoping my wife and I can have a baby sometime next year. Um, we are not currently uh, on track to have a baby, but we are hoping and gosh, there's just a lot going on. So, um, I'm really happy with the way my summer went, you know, the way the last couple of years have gone. And I'm going to continue to try to have that optimism and that positive attitude of, um, realizing what the situation is, but being hopeful that we can make it better. So 
All right. Um, thanks for listening to me. Just kind of rant and rave a little bit about how my year is starting out. Um, please subscribe, share the podcast. Um, it really makes a huge difference for us to be able to reach more people and, and do the work that we're called to do. Uh, find us online at value adds value. You can also find myself at it's Kyle Krieger and uh, you can find will at its.will.law.iii. And if you want to learn more about our organization, what we do, the LEDproject.com. So I hope you have a great week and we'll talk again soon.